Emil, how was what what was your time perspective on the last episode when we like cut it off? How long did you thought that it took? So I was thinking maybe we've been talking for one hour. One hour. Yeah. yeah. Um, to be honest, the best indication of how long we've been in here was the quality of air. Mm. Uh, I was starting to get quite hot, yeah. and um, yeah, just just felt quite uh, not humid. What do you call it? Just lack of air. Yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah, yeah, a lot of uh, particles in the room. Hoi me. <laughs> Sahara in my mouth. Sahara in my mouth. Yeah, it's dry as hell. Yeah. Um, so that was probably the best indication. And I was like, I reckon it's probably sixty minutes past. Yeah. Um, what was what was your? But also, when you think like, oh, how long did we sit down for this? Yeah. That's also an indication of that it has gone longer than you thought. If yeah. you you thought that it was. Oh, I think it maybe it's forty minutes, but just that question that was we were sitting for a very long time, and I can't really uh, know when we started off and how many minutes or hours that have, has gone by. Mm. I think that's an indicator p- that tells you that you're probably sitting here for a while. No, for sure. What about you, Cal? Yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. Um. But I did. I think I thought that it was longer than it was. I think I thought it was almost like three hours. Oh, okay. oh really? Yeah, but good uh, three hours then. Yeah, like yeah. good. It wasn't bad. It was just no. that I thought we would, we'd sat there for a lot longer than. Um, it was one of those things where it, I think I thought that my feelings about how long I'd sat for was wrong. So I didn't trust the feeling, and the mm. feeling was probably shorter. So I just thought that it was probably going to be longer than. The feeling if that makes sense yeah i mean it tends to be so that you you ex- you experience time moving slower when you're when you're bored yeah and, yeah. The, <laughs> <laughs> and the conversation doesn't go as smoothly as you plan yeah when so. you start thinking about other things yeah just like wondering when you can leave yeah 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 that's pretty much where i was so this episode is going to be a bit different a bit yeah. cozy a bit cozy yeah you see we cozier vibe we're coast ourselves up I have some water in my cup right here. Charlie is sitting in uh, the same clothes, the as, same last clothes <laughs> as last time. Uh, but yeah, we're we're gonna try to keep this uh, the topics of this podcast to to be more less serious in a way. Yeah, yeah. And also that we had a lack of icebreakers that we usually have when we start the podcast. We usually have some sort of tough topic that we know probably will give us an, a, a discussion which will take us somewhere else. Yeah. And for this one, we have no icebreakers. So we are have tried to create some m- some of them to yeah. try to see if there's a, an icebreaker or not, yeah. <laughs> basically. <laughs> yeah. If we have good I- icebreakers yeah. enough or if they yeah, hold up. On top of our mind. Because to be honest, that's the icebreaker or the beginning of the podcast before the discussion starts. That's one of the the harder parts um yeah and also like the wrapping up of the end it's uh it's probably the part that we are struggling most with i think yeah yeah wrapping up and starting up yeah <laughs> start <laughs> exactly. up and wrap up yeah exactly so we will have a really good run with the company like yeah. <laughs> in two years because we have started it up yeah. but it took a long time and then we will have a really hard time ending it ending it exiting yeah. it yeah basically yeah so i'll try to write down some icebreakers and I want to see how you react to them and see if yeah. we get a discussion out of it. So so these icebreakers are going to be non-conventional. Yeah. It's going to be icebreakers you probably haven't heard before. 
Yeah, hopefully. Yep. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, so the first one I have is, where did all the toilet paper go? Oh, that's <laughs> a good one. Yeah. Yeah. So during the Corona pandemic in the beginning, everyone were buying toilet yeah. paper for some reason. Yeah. And I was like, this is really weird because like if you don't have toilet paper, yeah. you could still go to go to the shower. If yeah. you had yeah, <laughs> went yeah. for the second <laughs> one, you could go to the shower and just flush it away from you in yeah. some other way yeah. than using yeah. a toilet paper. Yeah. Like instead of, okay, maybe if you get... Um, like in Sweden, we didn't have any um, restrictions. Oh, yeah. We could we do whatever we want, but if people are restricted to their homes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe you need like food and stuff. Mm. And food is more important than toilet paper. So mm. I think it's a very weird <laughs> thing for people in Sweden. I don't know how how it was in other countries, but in Sweden, like the toilet paper ran out yeah. almost, yeah. or people thought that the toilet paper were going to run out. Yeah. It was a, like a really weird situation because, as you say, toilet paper isn't a, necess- a necessary thing to live. It's no. not a necessity. But people went crazy when it came to- toilet mm. paper. I no. wonder if it was like it began with some kind of uh, like someone working at, at one of the companies making <laughs> the toilet paper. They were like, let's capital- capitalize on the fact oh, that yeah. people have to stay at home. <laughs> it feels like a marketing thing. Yeah, <laughs> it does. Because Take if you if you get the flyer from the government, like if if there is a crisis, you should have water at home. It won't say you need to have toilet no, paper. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Weird priorities. I mean, some countries, some places. Uh, for those of for those of you listening, uh, you don't know me. I'm half Japanese, and in Japan, we have toilets that are literally f- they flush your behind oh, when yeah. you yeah, yeah you can choose you're cleaning with water basically yeah they clean you with water mm. and then afterwards you would use the toilet paper <laughs> you to, were sitting to with the joystick that you have yeah perfect enjoying it but a bit I, I was much. trying that in china actually where my friend's mom she was like really excited for us to trying it and it was a bit weird yeah. she was like yeah you, you, oh, you okay. need to try this and i was like why though it's just like water yeah. coming up your ass <laughs> What's the problem? <laughs> I I wasn't actually taught by my mom or my grandma or anyone to on how to use them. I didn't even know what it was. Oh. Um, and I actually tried it the first time at a at a public restroom. Oh okay. And I don't know if if the toilet was broken or if this, if this is something that happens. But I pressed oh. one of the buttons on the side, uh, and just it just started to spray water out oh. of the stall. Like it started to spray oh, okay, water yeah, out yeah. of the the oh. toilet. Oh. So I got like really, I freaked out. I was like eight, eight years old or something. Uh. So yeah, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> don't recommend pressing the uh, the water button if you're not sitting on the toilet. No, yeah. it feels uh. like it's a bit gross in like public toilets to use it. I don't know. It feels like because it would be like the public toilet water, whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's like the same probably as the tap water, yeah. but still, kind of feels a bit more. I was like. Wow, this is very unique place to put a water fountain. So I started to <laughs> put my face down, <laughs> drink the water. <laughs> no, I usually do that out of the toilet bowl, but yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Have you ever dropped something in your to- toilet that you need to pick up, like a phone or something? And how is that feeling? <laughs> <laughs> because I think I dropped my phone once in the toilet, and I was like, 
should I go after it? Should I put uh, my hand in the toilet, down the toilet, or should I just leave it there? Yeah. And I took took it up, but it felt like really weird, and I had to sanitize my hands for like three minutes. Oh, okay. yeah. And then I realized that it's basically drinking water. Yeah. It just feels very very wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I've dropped a, a toilet paper roll oh, into okay. the toilet when when I was changing the like mm. the rolls yeah so i dropped an entire new one into the <laughs> into the toilet and obviously i couldn't flush it so i had yeah. to stick down the hand and pick it up yeah rip it up squeeze it out squeeze it, it out drink it do a berry grills yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i but i think i'm a bit like i don't think i'm as grossed out as most people are for this stuff um and it's probably because i spent i don't know like I, uh, <laughs> where's this leading? <laughs> where where, where did going? you spend all this time, Kelly? <laughs> I grew up in a public toilet stall. <laughs> uh, no, but like I, when traveling, I um, didn't use to. Now, like I'm obsessed with having these like uh, wet wipes with me. I always bring wet wipes with me because I can't really use the toilet without them because it's just like such a huge difference. Um, but at times when I don't have them, I will actually <laughs> secret confession. Where's this secret going? <laughs> I will flush the toilet and I'll use the to- I'll take toilet paper and I'll like, use the, the wet toilet yeah, the, paper to I'll clean your butt. I'll use the toilet flush to wet the paper. Oh, really? Yeah. When you're going to clean your butt just, afterwards. Yeah. Exactly. Damn. <laughs> That's some technique. So you, you, don't, you don't really want like dry toilet paper up your ass. Uh, no, like when I do, but it's just like it doesn't get it as clean. Yeah. So oh, like, yeah, that, yeah. That's true, though. Yeah. That's true. Wow. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't used that technique. Maybe. Uh, no, you should try it. Yeah, it's really, uh, really sanitary, too. Oh, it is? Yeah. yeah. Okay. That was a pretty good icebreaker. That's yeah. a good icebreaker, yeah. right? Yeah. Where did toilet yeah, and we, I got to learn more stuff yeah, about more you about me. and you. Yeah. You're weird, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, do you have anyone or should I do the next? Uh, maybe we should take turns. Have yeah. You? yeah, I don't have anything. You don't I have anything? Okay. Think of anything. This one isn't as good, in my opinion. <laughs> no pressure, like we're just trying it out. Now. Yeah. When you meet someone for the first time and you, you want to break the ice, does your mom help you choose your clothes? <laughs> <laughs> it feel it feels like that is that you have something else to say. Like yep. it, it, it's a pickup line that uh, does your mom have blah blah blah? And because because yeah. you look so good. Because yeah. you look so good. Uh, I think it could be an icebreaker. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm trying to think if I, if someone would say it to me what would i respond because that's the whole part of it mm, like yeah. what is my response to that i would i would be probably be like why <laughs> so why why would i uh, why would you ask that sh- my mom helps me choose my <laughs> <laughs> every morning i've just heard i've listened to a couple of uh, podcasts where they say for people with social anxiety to try to find a common common ground with the person you're uh, talking to <laughs> <laughs> so I, was, I was just trying to find some common ground bro <laughs> ah yeah well it's it's pretty good it's pretty yeah, good it needs some need some work need some work i think i think the thing with the icebreaker there and mm-hmm. uh, everyone has their own styles but i think that if you ask a question 
it has to be an open one because because now you're asking like does she do this mm. yes or no mm. and the yes or no question is not necessarily good like uh, how how if i say instead how was your week then you have a yeah. lot of things to respond to me probably if you're trying it out if i say like did you have a good week yes no okay great mm. um and i don't even ask questions when i do icebreakers i just tend to start talking because i get like nervous mm. so i just like start babbling and then people are like uh what should we think about this guy he's, <laughs> he's really weird <laughs> he just keeps talking yeah, yeah. so i have one mm-hmm. eating on eating on the subway so i hate when people eat on subways like it's the worst thing ever because i don't like the smell of food when i'm not eating eating the food so i feel it's like real disrespectful when people eat on the subway Mm. and in singapore it's illegal to eat on subway and i think that's a really good law that we should (laughs) have in sweden or everywhere else in the world world. because like it's the most nasty thing in the world like Mm. Eating on the subway, it's the same like pooping on the subway. You're just like, <laughs> just, like different smells, <laughs> if different you ask smell. me. Same result. <laughs> same same result. result, different smells. <laughs> Makes me sick. <laughs> so what do you think about eating on the subway? Um, I'm all like public eating in general, I think should be outlawed. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, uh, but the you know those like rice cakes? Yeah, yeah. That's like, to me, that's not, like the worst thing that you pull out especially on the subway or like because they smell also yeah it smells so bad and usually like food that you eat on a subway is going to be like um i'm imagining at least like it's a what do you call it like a matlåda yeah food food that you take with you to work like you have a little box full of food that you just pull out and it's just like it traps whatever smell is in there yep and then when you open it up, it's just like, boom. And then usually the smell, even for the person eating, is not good because it doesn't smell like the actual food that you're eating. It smells like something that's been just like a thousand times stronger than what it actually smells like. And it smells kind of weird Yeah. too. And that that is like, it depends on the food. Um, fish in yeah, the, that's, uh, in the okay. lunchroom. That's that fine. is okay. Yeah. yeah, okay. Sushi, you know. <laughs> Sushi, surströmming. Because I <laughs> yeah. I feel like if I go for a train train ride that is between Stockholm and Gothenburg and it's like three hours, I still get annoyed if people eat food during those three hours, even if it's lunchtime. I feel like this is t- disrespectful as fuck. <laughs> so I get really annoyed about that. But then if you think of it as if you have a bus ride in 20 minutes or a subway ride for 20 minutes home that's even more disrespectful because Mm. it's fucking 20 minutes you will be home soon eat then what's the problem why do you have to eat now like is it so important (laughs) for you to eat your food right now yeah the only the only time it's okay is if it's like you literally have no other time during the day to eat If, if you if you're when you reach your destination, you have to take another train or you have to go somewhere else, you have to do something immediately, then it will be like, yeah, okay, I can understand. Mm. But I agree, like, for the most part, I'll also try to, or I go to the bistro. Yeah, yeah, and in, I'll the, sit in there the train, yeah, and yeah, eat yeah. there yeah. because that's where everyone else eats. If you take a long distance train. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like if a child would eat <laughs> on the subway, <laughs> I wouldn't even be okay with that. I would just like, go, go right in front of it and just like, 
Smack, smack it out, smack of, it out of it. Like <laughs> you should learn. You should learn. <laughs> Tell now. your parents this is not okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have one more, and I just I was just wondering that, like, if it's if it's uh, some uh, imagine a summer evening mm. or lunch doesn't really matter, but you are going to McDonald's and you see that there's a queue inside. And at the same time, there's no one in the Mac Drive area. Do you or have you done been going to the Mac Drive instead and order there? Or do you have to have a car to do that? Like what says that you need to have a car to order in Mac Drive? I actually have done this. Yeah. Have you? Yeah. Uh, but on bike. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it feels like a bit better if bit you better have if you some like, sort yeah, of vehicle. vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that was actually at McDonald's. That is, oh, it's the one right, right here. Yeah. Right. So, a couple of friends and I, when we were younger, we went to the McDonald's, and they were there was a lot of people. Obviously, a massive queue mm. inside. So, and no cars in the drive-in. So we just took our bikes and went into the drive-in. We weren't we weren't getting any like meal, just like a uh, like a Sunday. Or some ice cream, yeah, and they were fine with it. So, oh, yeah, they, I, f- I think they are totally fine with. It. <coughs> I've done it like several times. You've walked. Yeah, I, wa- I walked okay. with friends. Like, yeah, we we'll go here in order yeah. here instead. All right, <laughs> life hack, the real yeah. life hack, actually. Yeah, I think that that could be like a viral <laughs> clip if you just like go, <laughs> like film a queue in McDonald's and then you just film outside, no queue in the drive-through. Q, no Q, Q, no Q, and then you go <laughs> drive through. And then you get your order right away. And yeah. you still, when you're done, you just film the Q again. Yeah. And like, you see the person in red shirt. Yeah, still there. Yeah, still there. <laughs> the same and sports. I have my Sunday right yeah. here. <laughs> so you just need to hack the system. Yeah. Oh, that's really smart. Another icebreaker. Yeah. What is your bedtime routine? Bedtime routine. That's a good icebreaker yeah. because you actually have to tell like what you do before you go to bed. So yep. that's like you you're creating a scenery in yep. it. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's true. I I don't remember what what <laughs> what uh, routine do you have, Cal? Um, uh, depends on how far we want to go. Like how do you mean like like two hours before because two then you start before. to get ready no, no i'm yeah. kidding i'm kidding <laughs> yeah that's one no i usually start to re- get six hours is what six i need <laughs> yeah, yeah. i eat in bed yeah <laughs> first i need to meditate for three hours about like should i go to bed or should i not um no but i okay so let's say from like brushing the teeth i guess so i will just brush my teeth floss and then you floss after you brush your teeth yeah after no before yeah okay yeah. um and then i'll go to bed <laughs> i'll read them <in> <laughs> <It's> anticlimactic <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was just i don't know how to but i don't do anything super special like we usually watch tv and stuff before we go to bed yeah so we'll watch tv and then go to the toilet like do all that stuff brush the teeth uh, I don't shower or anything like that before bed. And uh, then I'll just go to bed. And then I'll usually read for about like 30, 40 minutes before I actually like fall asleep. I usually do like I'll read until I feel like I can't keep my eyes open anymore throughout the page. Yeah. And then I'll like 
because uh, I read on a Kindle, I'll turn it off and then put it on the side. And oh, that's also, really good. Yeah, it's like it's a life hack in terms of reading because I have had such a hard time to get into the habit of reading. And by doing by getting a Kindle, I can actually read at night because it actually lights up and I don't have to have a light lit that keeps my girlfriend awake. Yeah. So I can actually read and she can go to sleep and then I get in like 20, 30, 40 minutes every night. Sponsor alert. Yes, I usually I usually take a shower, but that could be like two hours before I go to bed. But I just want to get clean before getting to bed. Um, watching something on the on TV in the sofa and then I brush my teeth. Um go to toilet just right before so so i'm done mm. uh, and then uh, uh i read for also like 30 minutes mm. but it won't necessarily have to be that i'm getting tired of it i just yeah. have the habit yeah. and then i put on some uh, podcast some boring sports podcast mm. hopefully uh, because if 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 it's too interesting, I will just uh, be lying awake, yeah. and otherwise I will fall asleep in two minutes. Um, yeah, that's it. So you fall asleep to the podcast then? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And Do you I, wear headphones? Yeah. Yep. But I put a timer on on the podcast, so it just ends in an hour or oh, thirty okay. minutes. That is such a good function on Spotify. Yeah, that's yeah, perfect. That's yeah, good. that's really good. Sleep timer. It's yeah, br- it's brilliant. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know about it. Uh, I usually do the same. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. I also like to take a shower in the evening. I mean, I o- almost always. I mean, I always take a shower in mm. the evening before I go to bed. Uh, pretty much, um, even if I come home at three o'clock in the morning, mm. I would. Oh, yeah, that's right. I would take a shower in uh, before I go to bed. Um, but usually, I have this really weird thing that I I want to make my bed before I go to bed. What? So so every 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 evening when I bef- just before I jump into bed, I make my bed. So it's I pull the sheets out. So it's everything's like straightened straight, out. Yeah. Straightened oh, out. Okay. I brush everything off. It's really <laughs> meticulous and weird. But I I like to have a made bed and then I put the covers, oh, like okay. the um, the quilts over, and then I fall asleep. My girlfriend does the same. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's not so weird. And they're <laughs> siblings. And they're yeah. siblings. siblings. So maybe they have a hard Japanese mom who yeah. has been like, you have to do this, and then you do this. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what, why. I think it's some, it's not OCD, obviously, but it's some... Uh, it's a bit OCD. It's a like bit. A bit, but not like a... Do you f- or do you feel when you, if you don't take a shower, can you relax in bed? Like even if you've done all the fixing the bed, like if you're not take a sh- taking a shower, can you go to sleep? Or do you, will you have like anxiety and maniac thinking about it? Uh, and not the maniac, way, manic, like when manic. you haven't turned the light switch off on and off in 30 times. <laughs> <Yeah>. But, <laughs> you know, <laughs> not like that. I know that you get that. Yep. Uh, everyone gets it. Everyone gets that. Uh, I think that it depends. It depends on how... <laughs> it depends on how new the sheets are. Okay. So if I just if if like the sheets are like kind of fresh, so let's say it's three days old. Yeah. So I'm how how o- often do you change your sheets? That really var- like changes depend. Yeah, it's not. I'm not consistent at all. Uh, but I reckon like every 
every like every two weeks yeah oh, okay. that's good i'd say but but still so if i'm like at the end of those two weeks and i'm like yeah i'm gonna change sheets tomorrow then i'm more inclined to go to bed without uh taking a shower okay uh, oh, yeah. but if i take a shower i mean if i usually i i just take a shower anyways um, yeah. and i have a hard time falling asleep i can't i can't even can't lay relax. down in bed in bed uh if i haven't taken a shower yeah oh, okay and i make my bed as i said uh every time before and mm. every time when i wake up also <laughs> but when you wake up also wait yeah. that doesn't make any sense yeah this we have to discuss yeah. so it's already <laughs> it's already it's already it's made. made yeah 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 it's already oh, made that's like, that's like a huge detail <laughs> <laughs> it sounds it sounds like you go up to like an unmade bed and you're like oh of course i need to make it because it's like all rough but no, the what you walk up to is a perfectly made, made bed, bed and i make and it again like, oh i need to remake this because i didn't make it well enough in the morning yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's, just, that's such a vital part of that story <laughs> just i was trying to leave it i was trying to leave it <laughs> and that's like what takes it from being okay it's a bit weird to like, <laughs> really stupid yeah it's like already made okay. <laughs> and good yeah, not even like guys made it's yeah. like really good made oh, okay yeah it's it's proper yeah. it's proper made but what's the point to keep all the bacteria inside of the bed oh yeah because Lude likes this argument he usually says that a, a messy bed is oh, yeah, a yeah. worse environment for bacteria and uh, which i'm also allergic to yeah which you're allergic to so that's that's my argument that's for not argument. making the bed in yeah. the morning <laughs> but i do it anyways because oh. otherwise i would not get food in the evening yeah <laughs> <laughs> annalee will tell you off yeah exactly <laughs> yeah but i i uh i don't know why i just think it's it's this ritual i do um but it's this pattern that creates some sort of calmness i believe like mm. you have all these things which is very uh, just some have more than others yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah definitely but do you when you sleep do you wake up and drink or go go to the toilet or do you sleep for a whole night no i, I left out that part too i do like right now i generally will drink about like probably 500 mil or something like that right before i go to bed so i'll try to be super hydrated up until i go to bed but I'll also like do one last pee right before I go in to read. It's exactly yeah. for me. Yeah, the and same. then I have like a chug of water and go to bed. And usually I'll wake up because I need to go to the bathroom. And right now I'm in the routine of like, because this varies. Sometimes I'll wake up in the middle of the night. But right now I usually wake up right about when I need to wake up or when I probably should. Mm. And I can't stay in the bed anymore because I need to pee that bad. Um yeah. Do you drink any water during the night or do you just wake no. up and then you're like, oh, I need to go to the toilet and I no. go up? Yeah. I I always, so I always have the same routine as you do. I drink, take a leak, go to bed. If I wake up in the middle of the night, um, usually it's because I'm, I need to go to the mm. toilet. Um, I always have my either clean canteen or some type of glass or something oh. filled with water standing on the desk. So I usually just chug that oh. and then go to the toilet and then go back to bed oh, okay so i usually drink every time i wake up in the yeah. night as well yeah because i i wake up and i have to go to the toilet but sometimes i just i'm just too tired oh. so i just drink more water <laughs> and then go to sleep really yeah what? yeah for sure does that work does that make you less 
no no it's no. just like i'm i'm like oh man the time is three o'clock or four o'clock yeah. and i can't go up and go to the toilet yeah. so i'm just like nah. What? yeah so, I will, so you why just do you drink more water? I will drink more water. <laughs> I'll go to sleep, wake up at six, and be really, <laughs> really needing going to the bathroom. And then, then I probably go to the bath because I usually close the balcony door at the same time. Oh. So when Annelie is getting up in the morning, uh, she she won't have the coldness in the apartment. So yep. that's a routine I have. But I usually drink a lot of water during the night, like probably four four times. Like I, oh, I just okay. like drink, wake up two hours after two hours of sleep or four hours, and I drink. Then I sleep, wake up again, yep. drink more, and so I'm I'm really thirsty during the night. So I think that's when I drink the most water during a whole day. Like during the day, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I think I'm not okay. like drinking enough water during the day. So when I sleep, I will make up for that. Wow. Yeah. But you drink quite a lot of water during the day as well. Yeah, 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 but not not enough. Yeah, I maybe. think. Yeah, I like if I go to bed and I know I'm about to fall asleep. <laughs> you guys start drinking water. Yeah. Um, if I have any indicate, if there's any indication that I I'm like, yeah, I can go to the toilet. Like if I feel even the tiniest bit of need to go to the toilet, I have to I have to get ah, you it. Do it. Yeah, oh, okay. I can't just try to th- sleep through it. I have to uh. w- like go and sort get my, it over with, yeah, yeah get over with yeah yeah i'm th- i think i'm try. i'm trying to like lately i'm feeling like i'm getting older and one part of getting older as a man is that you need to go to pee during the night like that's a regular thing for yeah. guys and i think i'm trying to work against that by not going like uh, like the, it's instead of accepting that i'm getting older and I should go, just go because I need it. I'm like, no, nah, I'm, I'm, I won't be. I don't want to be old, so I, I won't. I, I, it's not necessary for me to go to the to- toilet during. That's the powerful. Night. That is. Yeah, that's a power <laughs> move. That is powerful. That's yeah. a power move. That is power, power move. move. <laughs> yeah. But the question is, I don't know. If, is it like, are you sure that it's because of age at this point? Because like, I feel like the age thing is like after fifty. That's when you're uh, like, that's a problem. Like my dad always said like that. After 25, everything starts. <laughs> it gets worse and worse. So every like problem I have with my body or in my life, mm. he's like, "Yeah, you're getting old. <laughs> now, getting now old. you're older than 25. So oh it's just going downhill down from here." here. Oh, yeah. So I think that's yeah. per- that's a perspective. But probably it, you, it could be that you yeah. should be around 40 when it happens. But maybe it's that you drink like 500 milliliters yeah. of water before you go to bed. That's yeah. not like a good thing yeah i think the the thing is like if you think reasonably about it it feels like if you drink the amount that for me like the amount that i drink it's like i during the day i never go more than like two maybe three hours uh between peeing so it's like then during the night if i sleep nine hours or eight hours uh it's like unreasonable that i wouldn't get up it's kind of weird if i don't get up to pee mm. especially if i'm like trying to be as hydrated as i can right before bed um so i think it's just like because we you drink a lot of water you need to go to pee. yeah yeah but that's a good thing i mean drinking a lot of water especially before going to bed is something that everyone should do <laughs> honestly yeah. like because when you when you are sleeping you're breathing a lot and you might sweat and you're losing water through 
transdermal water loss, I think it's called. So it's big word. <laughs> yeah. <I know. laughs> yeah. So it's basically it's it's another way of saying sweating. <laughs> I think, yeah. Just say it's sweating, man. Brain <laughs> super, yeah, super pretentious. <laughs> oh yeah, you know the transdermal <laughs> transdermal water loss. Uh, yeah, so I think I think uh, I think it's really important for for your body and for your skin as well to oh drink yeah. a lot of water. Yeah, yeah, to keep keep yourself hydrated. Yeah, yeah. Good uh, icebreaker. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was really good. Which one was it? Yeah. What is your uh, bedtime routine? Oh yeah. oh yeah, yeah, that was really good. I thought it could have been the toilet sheet kind of oh thing yeah. as well yeah. because it's just like the same. Yeah, I just kept going. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, this one isn't really. This one is more. This one is actually more of a power move. Mm, okay. It's more mean, and that is. Is that really what you asked for, when you went to the hairdresser? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. oh, that's that's amazing. just douche. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, that's a really douche, a douche move. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you meant to look like? Exactly, <laughs> but I think that. It feels like we were having different perspectives on the icebreakers, oh, no. on yeah. how we do it. <laughs> like, yeah. But maybe that says something about us, that yeah. I tend to like have some sort of thought that I want to experiment on the other. Like Even if I have to tell you guys a story as well, or a mm-hmm. metaphor, and then see how the other people react to it. Um, and that's me, that's how I usually do it. Mm. Because Kelly, you didn't have anyone. How do you usually do if you want to create an icebreaker? Like, what would be your strategy? I don't know. I usually do, like, in reality, if I'm actually, like, meeting someone for the first time, I will usually try to ask things that I think will lead into things that I would be interested in talking about. Like, what what does that person do do they study something or are they interested in something is it something that i can bring out where it's like that person is super interested about that thing because then they'll usually be like talking a lot and i don't generally like to be uh, the center of attention uh, when i meet new people so then i usually try to look for things that can get that person to talk a lot because Mm. then for me, it's also I find it relatively easy to become interested in whatever they're interested in because I feel like I can ask questions and whether I'm actually interested in it or not is not super important because I usually find something valuable from talking to them. Um, so that's usually what I'll do. But I also hate like small talk. <laughs> I feel like that's like my pet peeve because it's so difficult to... I always have in my head like okay i don't want to ask for these or for these like you know the most common icebreaker things i don't don't want to say that like oh how's the weather or mm. like uh, the weather's been really good lately or this is so shit right now it's snowing or whatever um but would you say that if you ask a person like what are you doing uh, for a living or whatever no. uh, would you say that that is also one of those questions that people tend to get when you meet someone for the first time yeah, or is sure. there any risk by asking asking them that or yeah th- i think the risk is less than like uh asking about the weather or talking about things that are like v- super shallow because i know that if i ask like what do you do for a living or where are you from or things like that 
I can then dive into something that's deeper after that because then I have something to go off. So it's like, okay, you do this. Okay, what does that mean? How do you, what, what does the day look like? Um, things like that. But it also, it's kind of difficult because it can often become that you like kind of hone in on one person and you like really question them about different things that they might not feel that they want to be questioned about. Like you mean, for instance, yeah. do you mean in like a group setting? Yeah, or, like yeah. Uh, I have, that's the thing, I have a really difficult time if it's a group setting because then it tends to be these like really shallow um, surface level questions that come up like the weather and uh, we don't want to dive too deep into one specific thing. And uh, that's something that I find really difficult because then you keep have to, having to think about these like uh, phrases or things to ask people that are like they don't really that I don't care about. Yeah. Um, and so then what I'll usually do is I'll end up like talking to someone and like hone in on that person. And then it also becomes almost like I'm the center of attention for asking this person so many questions and everyone's like listening to me asking questions about this person. So it's almost like without or me looking to not be the center of attention, I become the center of attention because I'm like the one almost in control of the questions. Cause I also feel like at times, um, I think a lot of people probably think that these like surface level questions aren't super interesting. So once someone starts to talk about like a little bit more deeper stuff, people sort of become interested in that. And then it becomes like almost a thing of like, okay, this guy's asking questions about this person and like almost leading the conversation. So I almost become like the person who's like, okay, I'm gonna ask you and you and you. And then everyone's like listening to whoever <laughs> I am talking to, if yeah. that makes sense. Uh, which is not where I want to be. <laughs> you want to be in the background. Yeah, I want to be in the background, but I'm like, not. Ah, uh, yeah. I think questions generally are very, very good to ask if you want to break the ice. Yeah. And because I feel like those kind of things that I do is more being in the center, but yeah. you have to come up with a really good discussion. Like it's a, the risk is that this is not working. The people no. that I try to do this on, don't fly on this discussion at no. all and then it's just like a bit embarrassing or no. <laughs> just a boring boring um uh yeah like there won't be any discussions and then now we'll have to leave like mm. yeah i'm going to some other people now <laughs> yeah i usually i usually obviously i just want to clarify the icebreakers both of us use now where i'm just speaking for myself, uh, I don't use these icebreakers. Yeah. Um, but when you have a conversation with someone, asking questions where they can express or l like they can let you know who they are and what they do or what they find interesting, it usually leads to a much more interesting conversation. And that, as you said, allows for more engagement between you and that person. Yeah. And that is probably a pulling like an attractive force that other people will hear and listen about like, okay, this isn't just surface level talk. Yeah. It is, this person is actually, you know, um, giving out information about themselves mm. in a proper way. Um, and you, I'd, I've also stumbled upon people where you ask questions, you want to get to know them and they're not at all, um, 
mottaglig den har yeah. like uh, receptive receptive receptible for those kind of questions and it kind of just as you said it gets really awkward or it just ends up you you're like why why are you here why are you here yeah what what are we supposed to talk about oh, yeah. like what do you want to talk about yeah. um and i just usually also just leave yeah. <laughs> yeah the risk for me is like also the when when i do that when i start to question it feels like i can end up in a position where i um where the because it, it's kind of a vulnerable position for the person that i'm talking to uh because they share stuff about themselves that are more personal more like uh close to the chest i guess and so i think something that i haven't thought too much about in the past but I, that i've realized like in the moment is that you should have become a shrink yeah yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> i should have become a shrink no but almost it's like <laughs> i'm going so deep on this person and i'm asking questions that i'm realizing after a while that like okay now it might seem because i i get lost in what i'm asking and i'm like focusing on like okay because it's also kind of a way for me to forget about the fact that there are other people there and that like the situation as a whole i can like okay i'm gonna focus on whatever this person talks about um so i can get lost in what's happening and that means that at times i can kind of lose myself in uh what i'm asking that person and then i realize that okay everyone is like listening to what i'm asking this person and this person is now maybe potentially uh feeling like i'm almost attacking that person not in that way because i don't tend to do it in that way but it's Invasive. almost like they're like on an in a job interview almost like i'm just asking questions um and it might be unsuitable for that particular situation to be asking those questions and I only realize afterwards and then I have to be like, oh, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Someone <laughs> else take the table now. Mm. Yeah. But I don't think that it's necessarily wrong to be asking those kind of questions. I think that it is more, it is almost more up to the people around you to, I mean, if they have surface level conversations and they choose to hone in to whatever you're asking this person, that is what creates this awkward situation or mm. this invasive sensation this, mm. that this person might feel but i but i also feel that if you do ask this question these questions and you do show interest and you do you do get interested in what this person is saying those situation situations can often lead to like a very nice conversation as well yeah. so sometimes it, it ends up being like a really really good conversation yeah. and something that you may not have had if you didn't go that far no. or if you didn't ask these questions so it's like a double double-edged blade uh in a way because yeah. it can become very awkward and invasive in a way but also the other person might feel like wow it's nice to have someone who actually shows interests or ask mm. these questions that i want to talk about i don't know yeah 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 that's the hope with it at least that it that they feel comfortable and like that someone is interested in them I guess. I agree. Mm. I feel like uh, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. 